0: Mobile is the future. Use it to power up your profits. Welcome to Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Our show focuses on the latest news and information impacting mobile marketers, publishers, and technologists. We speak with the power players of mobile monetization. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Please welcome our host, Wen Tu.
1: Welcome to Mobile Power and Profit presented by Rumble, the ultimate platform to run your mobile business. This is Wen Tu, your host for Mobile Power and Profit, and each week we discuss a key aspect of the mobile industry with an experienced thought leader in our industry. Today, our focus is on user acquisition and marketing your app. There is now more than 1.3 million apps in the app stores Standing out in this huge marketplace is near impossible with the sheer volume of choices that are available to users. Just like any other consumer product, there's a variety of ways to market your mobile app, whether it's organically or through paid channels, but with user acquisition costs rising, what is the best way to optimize your campaign? Joining us is Carson Barker, founder and CEO of AppSpire, a leading app marketing agency based in Austin, Texas. So glad to have you on the show, Carson.
2: Yeah, thank you very much. I'm glad to be here.
1: Great. So Appswire has been around since 2009, quite a long time for mobile. It's almost the very first. How have you seen acquisition and marketing of apps change in those years?
2: Well, you know, back in 2009, it was very much a new industry and there's a lot of experimenting going on to see, you know, how to get user acquisition and the best methods to do so. And now it's become more of a finite science. You can get them through advertising, you can get them through organically, through you know traditional or semi-traditional marketing efforts. Uh, so there's a whole range of methods you can do. But the good thing is, is that nowadays, mobile app marketing and advertising and user acquisition is very much uh, a more foreseeable and easily obtainable goal.
1: And what do you think has been the biggest change since 2009 now on the approach that people have when it comes to user acquisition?
2: I think the biggest change has been in advertising. Traditionally, advertising, you know, back a few years ago before in-app purchases and in-app uh, advertising became big, uh, it was a little more of a task to get uh, user acquisition and downloads. But nowadays, in-app advertising has gotten so targeted that you can get your exact target audience uh you know, for a small cost. So it's honestly the best form of advertising that's out there because you can really prove ROI at the end of a campaign.
1: And so now there seems when it comes to advertising, the big guys, you know, Facebook and Google have introduced new programs. So Facebook introduced the download, the app as a sort of ad offering. Now Google just announced that they will um, start having search ads on Google Play and that their search engine results will now have some app download ad units along with it. How do you sort of see these changes with bigger players offering more ad products around app downloads?
2: Well, I think one thing is the smaller players, it's going to be harder for them to keep up. They're going to have to be more uh, just creative and just tactical in their approach because, you know, Facebook and Google are the the two biggest advertising networks right now. Yeah. Um, But also it's just, it just goes to show that the, the mobile industry is just surpassed the web industry. I mean, everybody is on mobile now. And even if you don't have a, a mobile app, your your website needs to be mobile responsive. So it's it's a big shift, and it's been coming for some time.
1: And with your current clients, how have they been able to make that shift between very desktop website focused to mobile focused?
2: Well, th- that depends on what their goals and what their objectives are. Uh, you know, a lot of them start off at, at web, but you know, it's just not. It's not as easy to prove ROI off web advertising or, or through uh, the through e-commerce sites anymore. I mean, it's a lot easier to target out your audience through uh, mobile marketing and mobile advertising.
1: So at Rumble, we work with lots of customers that didn't start up as mobile companies, and they don't have the luxury of allocating a lot of resources to their mobile operations, although they recognize it's super important. How can traditionally non-mobile business optimize their user acquisition efforts?
2: Well, even though if you don't have a mobile app, you can still do mobile app advertising, correct? I mean, you can still go on Facebook and do it, and you can target out people. If you're let's say, a brick-and-mortar store, and you want to get more uh, customers in there, you can target out people by zip code and by their interest and goals and by their spending habits. And so as long as your website is mobile responsive, you can still use uh, mobile app advertising.
1: And What sort of three top tips that you would give to newcomers in sort of the mobile marketing space of what they should do to sort of test out what works for them?
2: I think the first thing they should do is really have a well-defined image of who their target audience is. Because once they have that down, then they can find them through marketing efforts and advertising efforts and PR efforts.
1: And when they think about allocating money for user acquisition costs, how should they think about it? Because I know that You know, since 2012, cost of user acquisitions are rising upwards to two dollars. I've heard even more than that. How would you advise them on thinking about how much to spend on user acquisition?
2: Well, I would say if their user acquisition is two dollars, they're paying way too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless, you know, there in-app purchases, we'll cover that and more. I'd also say that, you know, user acquisition isn't just, you know, how much you pay CPI per user in ad campaigns or things like that. You can do, uh, you know, things to get organic downloads, mm-hmm. like press releases and social media campaigns and, like, and other aspects like that. And once you kind of pull those all together, then you can take a step back and look how many organic downloads you got,
1: yeah. you know, how many
2: CPI ad, ad campaigns you did and how well they did, and then see what your real cpi uh, cost is
1: yeah and what is the average if you think two dollars is way too high what would you say the going rate would be
2: i I would say the starting point is a dollar and and you want to optimize it lower than that
1: yep okay and
2: that that all depends on your app i mean if you got an app that sells for twenty dollars i mean you're it's going to increase your your cpi cost
1: I know that right now in the user acquisition world, a lot of the numbers thrown about are really um, focused on game apps. But a lot of publishers trying to or a lot of users or a lot of companies trying to get into the mobile space aren't gaming apps. They're you know e-commerce apps, they're news apps, they're utility apps. Does that user acquisition cost vary dramatically depending on the type of app, i.e. if it's a game app or a news app or a shopping app? Um, across the different app categories, then.
2: Yeah, I would say yeah, gaming apps and other apps like social media apps are there's a vast difference between the two when it comes to CPI cost. Yeah. I mean, you, you can get gaming downloads for really cheap, but we're seeing less and less games uh, in the in the market now, just because uh, it's a really competitive space.
1: Yeah, and and, and you know, what kind of clients um, do you usually serve in the mobile marketing space?
2: We serve all kinds of clients. I mean, we'll take on uh, any app category. We've got plenty of experience in every one, but we're seeing less games come to us uh, and less social media ones come to us as well. It's because unless your social media app has a a significant niche, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: uh, you're competing against the big boys like Facebook and Twitter. And and if you don't have the budget for that, then it's going to be an uphill battle.
1: Do you advise your clients very differently on the different tactics that they should use if they're sort of non-game and in other categories?
2: Absolutely, yes. Every one of our clients has a customized campaign, and every campaign is different. Everyone's got different goals, and they've got a different target audience, and so we, uh, we optimize them accordingly.
1: And so for retailers out there, sort of, if you were to give them the top advice they could have when they think about user acquisition, what would you tell retailers out there? I would say to
2: start off with Facebook ads and kind of do some experimenting around there. I mean, it's one of those things that if you don't have experience in it, it's going to be hard to get that CPI cost down. But you can easily see the ROI on it. It's much more effective than, say, putting up a billboard or doing a newspaper ad or something like that.
1: And as you're working with a lot of your clients, what is sort of the um, special approach that AppSpire gives to your customers?
2: Uh, I would say the our most special approach is that we take in every client differently. We sit down with them. We see what their goals are, what their budget is, and uh, how we're going to achieve that. And we basically have every, a customized campaign for every client.
1: Mm -hmm. so it's so interesting Carson so when you think about social media and gaming apps and all the other different categories what do you see as the key difference in approaching mobile marketing
2: I would say the key difference is segmenting out your target audience there's going to be a different audience there is for games than there is for social media or any other kind of uh, app that's out there so finding out who your exact target audience is that will help you pull together the plan about how to get your CPI cost the lowest and how to prove the most ROI
1: and I know you're a big fan of Facebook app marketing. What is it about Facebook app marketing that you feel really uncovers a lot about what marketers should really go after when it comes to mobile marketing?
2: Well, Facebook is a pretty ambidextrous tool. You can do you know CPI campaigns on there. You can do social media campaigns on there. Uh, you can do you know more like a building up your social following, and then mm-hmm. you can link that up with your Twitter. So there's a whole lot you can do with Facebook. And if you tap into all that, it's really a really successful uh, tool.
1: Great. So we have to break for commercial right now, but more with Carson Barker from AppSpire on mobile marketing.
0: Stay tuned for more mobile power and profit after this brief profit timeout. Our team of experts are WordPress savvy, and our customer service is leaps ahead. See why we say our websites are designed better by leaps and bounds by going to frogontop.com. Frog on Top, your one-stop solution for the web. Frogontop.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled internet marketing ninjas disavowed documents reconsideration requests panda and Penguin penalties let our superior seo ninjas confront all of your link related issues the internet marketing ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise content creation authorship link building ppc and more plus build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat giving you the power to increase your profits. This is Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, only on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's when to.
1: Welcome back to Mobile Power and Profit. We've been talking to Carson Barker from AppSpire about user acquisition and mobile marketing. So, Carson, you said that beyond sort of the advertising space dramatically changing in the last few years when it comes to mobile marketing, you said there are other ways to really market your apps, whether it's press releases, other things. So what about app store optimization? Let's talk a little bit more about that. Can you give us insight on exactly what pushes apps to the top of app store rankings? Yeah, sure.
2: Uh, Well, obviously, reviews do. If you have a lot of positive reviews, it's going to increase the rankings in the app store for your app. Uh, keyword research is a big deal, making yeah. sure you have the correct keywords for your app in the app store and in the uh, keyword section if possible. Yeah. And uh, also your screenshots and just your app description, they've got to be spot on. So as soon as someone sees the app, they're going to be pushed to download it.
1: And how would you sort of differentiate between sort of the Google Play Store and and the Apple iTunes stores in which Google Play recently announced that they're going to be introducing paid search ads within Google Play. However, on iTunes, it's a little bit of a black box of what really pushes an app to the top. Sort of how would you sort of approach the two different stores?
2: Well, both those stores, uh, you know, downloads are going to help you out and also any kind of online press coverage is going to help you out as well. And another difference between the two stores is that iTunes has a keyword section where Google Play does not. Yep. So you have to be creative on where you're going to put your keywords in your Google Play description because you want to put them ultimately in your title of your app, but you can't do it without, you know, you have to be just really careful about how you do it so it doesn't look spammy or confusing to the downloader.
1: So. If you were to think about maybe some creative ways in which you helped one of your clients on that keyword search for the iTunes store, what were some of the results that you've seen once you hit the sweet spot when it comes to keywords?
2: Well, we've definitely seen rankings increase in, in a big, powerful way. And it also makes your CPI costs lower when you're doing ad campaigns because you know, any kind of ad campaign you do, it's yeah. up to the user if they're going to download the app or not. And so if you have a, an ad that drives them to their store link, If the keyword description is not good, they're not going to download it. Therefore, you're getting less downloads and your CPI cost goes up.
1: So it seems like in order to get app rankings, you need to have a good keyword. But in order to get good keywords, you have to have CPI. There seems to be a lot of cross-pollination and making sure that everything is sort of ticked and tied together. At AppsFire, how do you guide your clients to make sure that they have all their bases covered and that they're reinforcing each other?
2: Well, like we discussed earlier, it's a whole entire package. Making sure your app is going to do the best it can do. It everything is kind of cross-pollinated together, and everything's got to work there cohesively. So your app description has to be good, your keyword research has to be good, your screenshots got to be good, and yeah. all that together drives down your CPI cost. So we segment each part out one by one, tighten it up as much as possible, and then bring it together to make sure the app's doing the best it can possibly do.
1: And are your clients sort of shocked at the different elements that they really have to consider when it comes to their app? Or is it something that they sort of uh, embrace full on?
2: Well, no, when they first come to us, I think they know that a problem exists. They just don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. And then there's always that learning curve explaining to them that there's a whole lot more going on behind the scenes than they think there is. I mean, a lot of people think they can just put an app up in the app store. And just because it's a great app, it's going to, you know, skyrocket. But that's not the case anymore. It's it's a flooded market and you've got to, Do everything you can to rise above the rest.
1: I know that one of the things you said that could really help rise above the rest are reviews. But a lot of the times we see that people are likely not to put a review even if they enjoy the app. It's usually the ones who are angry are the most vocal, which may not be a great representation out there. So how would you sort of manage the review situation in which I've heard a lot of different practices of hiring people to give app reviews that haven't really gone over quite well. How would you sort of approach the reviews part of optimizing a mobile marketing campaign.
2: Well, that's true. I mean, people are more likely gonna leave a bad review than they would a good review. That's just how the world works. I mean, same thing with Yelp. I and mean, when people are upset with a company, they're more inclined to leave a review than what they're really pleased with it. So mm-hmm. there's several things you can do to kind of counteract that. One is to make sure your app is in tip top shape, doesn't have any problems with it, and that everything's clear as day in the app description. If you can get all your bases covered from the very beginning, that'll help you avoid negative reviews. And we do an app analysis for all of our apps before we even launch their campaign to make sure that they're not going to encounter any problems like that once they launch.
1: And what do you think is sort of more effective, good press coverage or better app rankings?
2: Well, I think they're both pretty effective. The good thing about good press coverage is that it'll seed out to a whole lot of users out there. And that if anybody looks up, you know, tries to do any research, but what kind of reviews are getting, it's if it's all over the Web, that's a good thing, especially if you get in the bigger publications like TechCrush or Mashable.
1: So have you found any other sources or any other tactics that have been very surprisingly effective out there?
2: Yeah, well, PR and marketing are both very effective. Uh, link bait Creative is another effective thing that we do. That's like putting out infographics about your app or, uh-huh. or they're related to your app and get those on the big major networks out there like TechCrunch and Mashable and New York Times. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do all that together with marketing and advertising and everything else, you've got a pretty solid campaign.
1: Yep. And are there um, any maybe smaller outlets that a lot of – um, that you would suggest your clients to be on that may not be as big as a TechCrunch or Mashable but happens to be quite influential when it comes to app downloads?
2: Yeah, there's several other ones. There's Adweek, that's a pretty good one. App Device is another good one. Uh, you can always hit the mid to lower tier guys, which they're mm-hmm. really effective as well. Obviously, more of a web presence you have, the better it's going to look. Uh, but ultimately, you want to shoot for the top tier guys.
1: And so thinking about all the clients that you serve, can you give us an example of how you helped one of your clients sort of really rejuvenate and really focus on their mobile app strategy and results that came about that?
2: Yeah, sure. We're actually working with a client right now called Watch One World Sports. They're a uh, sports broadcasting app and they launched with us about a couple of weeks ago and they were getting just maybe 10 to 20 downloads per day. and Now they're getting a couple of thousand per day.
1: So what was sort of the major things that really went from 2030 to a thousand? That seems like a huge ROI for them.
2: Well, when they first contacted us, they weren't really doing any marketing or advertising. They just kind of put their app up in the store and it's based on their website, which is has great content, has exclusive sports content, mm-hmm. now available on an app. But uh, they came to us. We did a big press release with them. We did you know, the press release follow up. We're doing an infographic form and we did an ad campaign form as well. And all that has just shot them through the roof.
1: Great. And so it sounds like a lot of the stuff that you did combined traditional uh, marketing with mobile marketing. What was it about their approach when it came to mobile that they weren't focused on it before?
2: Well, they had a website that was great where you can watch, we can get, basically get a bunch of information about the app. But the app itself is where the real—it's the real go-getter. It's got exclusive sports content on there from around the world, and like I said, they put it up in the App Store, but they didn't do any press or marketing behind it. So until they came to us, uh, they had a great product. They just needed the right team to kind of push them beyond.
1: It really just speaks to about the potential of your product with the right marketing strategy behind it. We have to take a quick break, but we will have more of Carson talking about app marketing right back after these commercials.
0: Stay tuned for more mobile power and profit after this brief profit timeout. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. bruceclay.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point, click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point, click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point, click, and it's live in real-time. Power, your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Giving you the power to increase your profits. This is Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, only on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's when to. And welcome
1: back to Mobile Power and Profit. Now, Carson, how do you think the industry will continue to grow in the coming year, considering how saturated the market is and how hard it is to retain a lot of the users that originally download the apps?
2: Well, I think that apps are going to have to get more and more creative about how to reach their target audience and how to get good downloads and press coverage. But I also think the watch industry is really going to dramatically change things. That's going to be a whole new market out there uh, with a whole new set of goals and a whole new set of uh, and roadblocks to work around.
1: And I know that AppSpire is based in Austin, Texas. So South by just happened. Anything that was going on there that you think is really going to make an impact in mobile marketing in the near term?
2: Yeah, well, South by Southwest Interactive is a huge event. There's honestly so much going on there. It's it's uh, it's uh hard to keep up with all of it. But we usually get pretty involved in it. We jump in their head first. Uh, mm-hmm. The Meerkat app has obviously made a big splash there. they're doing well so far. And another app called Zoom Social also made a splash there as well. And they're doing an updated version pretty soon that's really going to change the social networking industry.
1: And so for our users, can you tell them a little bit more about Meerkat for those who aren't familiar with it? And perhaps maybe talk about Periscope that sort of got introduced shortly thereafter.
2: Yeah, Meerkat is an app that lets you do uh, live video through Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, they basically came to to South by Southwest and did a big event, and they had everybody talking about them, and everybody buzzing about them, and you know, usually every South by there's one app that everybody's talking about, and, yeah. and that was this year. Uh, back when Twitter first fired up, you know, they launched at South by you know years ago, and South by sent them over the edge and put them on top, and they were the big one to talk about. So uh, the Meerkat one's really interesting, and it's a great app. Uh, honestly, I foresee you know, a lot of competitors popping up in the near future for them.
1: So, Carson, we talked a lot about user acquisition, the uh, expected price, and the very, very elegant way that you have to really think about mobile marketing, of things having to cross-pollinate together to really boost an app. But a lot of the complaints that we hear is that it costs so much, and there was so much effort to have the user first download the app, but then they sort of fall off or they become dormant. What are some things that you think about when you're advising your clients about once you get a user, how to really keep them?
2: Yeah, retargeting is now a really huge part of uh, mobile app marketing and advertising. You're used to, th- the whole trend was just getting a bunch of downloads, but now if you wanna make ROI, you have to keep those users using mm-hmm. your app and doing in-app purchases and registering and things like that. So that's a whole other aspect. And we usually hit that up uh, a month after our, we mm-hmm. launch our campaigns with our clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, we usually, you know, for the, for the retargeting, we redesigned the entire campaign. The apps mm-hmm. no longer, or the campaign's no longer, uh, focused on getting downloads because we've already got the downloads. The, the goal is to get those people who have downloaded the app to actually use it to promote it to others.
1: And are there any special analytics that are within that app that you recommend to your users to have so that you can understand usage?
2: Um, well, definitely all the analytics that come along with the Facebook and other integrations that you have and uh, of the SDK integrations you have in the app. But you can get a whole lot of that off of uh, PR integration as well.
1: What are some really great PR integrations that you've seen?
2: Um, well, we, we use a proprietary software that helps us. When we ever send out a press release, it tells us who picked it up, uh, you know, if they shared it or not, if they wrote about it. So we have a whole itemized list of everything the press release did. And that's been just a huge benefactor for us and our clients because it's not like we're just putting a billboard out in the desert. Uh, We can show results after we put our press releases out.
1: Oh, wonderful. What would you recommend to our listeners out there right now that they should do in regards to continuing to engage their users so that they can sort of really increase user engagement on their apps?
2: Uh, I think you need to build a good social media following Mm because you can always re-engage them through social media. And you can always retarget them through ads. You just got to redesign your ads to make sure they're presenting the right message.
1: Wonderful. So this has been Mobile Power and Profit with Carson Barker from AppSpire. And we've been chatting about how advertising has become way more accessible to every mobile publisher and user out there. And how to get your app up into the App Store rankings and using a mix of traditional and mobile PR marketing to reach new users. Thank you for coming on the show, Carson. Thank you very much for having me. And to all our listeners, remember you can find this and more podcast episodes of Mobile Power & Profit in the iTunes stores or simply going to rumble.me backslash Profit. Tell us how you thought of today's episode on social media using the hashtag Rumble MPP. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Mobile Power & Profit presented by Rumble, the ultimate platform to run your mobile business.